0: Hi, everybody. This is Dyer with Northwest Nerd. In episode 322, we featured a story on the ADL Game Jam. Now, this is when the Anti-Defamation League got together a crowd of game developers and, frankly, anybody who was interested in designing games. And together, they designed games with the theme of identity and empathy and, frankly, just fighting hate, which is in line with what the ADL does. It is Monday, so as always, we present this feature story to you for your listening pleasure on its own.
1: I think, like any medium, video games have... you know the ability to to be used as a tool and I think the goal is to see how can we use games in order to you know teach empathy.
0: This is Naveed Medavian. He is a teacher and a cartoonist and he's also a volunteer with the Anti-Defamation League in Seattle working with other teachers to address bullying or bias.
1: Well I think like online communities one of the great things about them is you can find people that think a lot like you but it can end up being pretty insular where you are associating with people only like the type of people who think the same things as you. Um, And I think that video games, you have an opportunity to go outside of that, right? I mean, like you pick up any game and there's going to be a character who may not look like you who may have had different experiences than you. Um, And so even if you are living in some, you know, small community or a part of some insular community online, Video games have give you the opportunity to sort of go outside of that.
0: Last fall, over a weekend, Navid was helping out at a game jam in Renton. It was actually being held at the offices for Wizards of the Coast, you know, the company behind Dungeons and & Dragons and Magic the Gathering. And if you don't know what a game jam is, that's okay. I'm going to explain that in just a second. But what's important to know is that this group of people who did not know each other gave up one weekend for the purpose of combating hate through games. People like Reagan Mulholland.
2: Uh This is what I do for fun. <laughs> um, I've always wanted to make games, but never thought I could do the coding aspect of it, so I started to learn coding. And I'm one of those people that sees like the disparity in who's represented in games and wanted to kind of bring more of the representation of people like me or people who are not like me into games. So I wanted to learn how to make games so that I could make more inclusive games.
0: Just a quick background on the Anti-Defamation League here. It was started over 100 years ago with the purpose of fighting anti-Semitism in America, and it has since grown to fight against all hate and for the inclusion of everybody. The Game Jam is just a little bit more of a modern approach to that mission. All right, so the Game Jam thing. Here's the thing to understand. They can be intense. It's like the Thunderdome. Many enter, one game leaves. Actually, maybe two or three games, but the point is, a group of people lock themselves in a room for 48 hours or so, and they do nothing but design, and craft, and test, and build a new game, together.
3: I am a big believer in them as tools to both create interesting novel games and game concepts, as well as ways for people to get experience making games that they couldn't otherwise necessarily get. This is Kent. I volunteer with the local Seattle Indies uh, nonprofit. Like a, a small indie game can easily take you like a year, 18 months, two years to go from start to finish. Uh, with this game jam, in 48 hours, you're going to be done one way or another. So it forces you to interact with it in a different way. And once you're done, you probably have a finished game that you can put on your portfolio, that you can show off, that you can share with people. So in past game jams, I've made some truly ugly art. I've made funny noises into microphones. I've scrounged around for free assets. I've done some really bad writing, which I'm not proud of. Like All of these things will teach you so much about the process of making a game and working as a team. So I, I think everyone should make games or try to make games. So you don't need anything other than desire. Okay, so this game jam
0: for the ADL had a very particular purpose. Design a game exploring the theme of identity. Dealing with empathy and focusing on hot-button issues in real life, but through a game.
1: This is my first game jam, and uh, I had my reservations coming into it because something, an issue like identity. You have a bunch of people coming together who may not know one another, who are trying to tackle hot-button issue like that. It's hard to know what will come out of it, but everything that I've seen from the experience, I mean, it seems like it's been positive, and it allows you to explore issues around things like race without sort of hitting you over the head. Uh, And, you know, one of the issues that we struggled with was how to deal with things like stereotype. So if you are talking about people in the real world, you run the risk of sort of reinforcing stereotypes. So dealing with it in Uh, the context of a fantasy allows you to address those complex issues uh, without having to necessarily have characters who are Jewish or black or white. So game jams
0: are actually pretty common in the Seattle area and in other cities too. A group called Seattle Indies organizes quite a few, such as the event for the ADL, along with other meetups for just about anybody interested in video games. This is Tim Cullings. He's with Seattle Indies. People that may or may not know each other uh, come out to try to create a game, either a video game, board game, whatever type of game, based on a theme that in most cases is kept secret until the jam starts, and some uh, it's revealed beforehand. Game jams are for anyone. Coders, designers, writers, musicians, and sound engineers. Or you can have no connection to the game industry but maybe you just have a keen interest in games. Like this guy I met at the event,
4: Bry Hunter. I have a background in business and especially relationship management. This is my first game jam. I've been a lifelong gamer and been wanting to break into the game industry, so I figure this is a good place to sort of see how things mash out and try and learn as much as I can. I'm a member of the LGBTQ community myself, so I actually felt like as a gamer uh, that's not always commonly represented in the normally heterosexual white male game industry, I might have certain perspectives that other players might not have.
0: Or Daniel Huang and Steven Spilios, who didn't know each other before this game jam, but both are composers for films and games. I thought
5: it would just be fun uh, to get... Uh, introduced to that world of game development on the music side from at least for me and uh the ADL seems like a cool organization and this was the weekend that they did the game jam so I love the that, that response
4: uh, basically the same thing I came here to uh to network and to meet like-minded people if you didn't know about 80% of the people that are in there this is their first game jam so that kind of tells you uh, what everyone's here to do, kind of get the feet wet. In fact, some people don't even have any experience in, in gaming at all, and they're wanting to get into it, and this is a great opportunity for them to do so.
0: This event was the second annual game jam for the ADL. And as such, it was a bit different than the usual variety. First of all, folks were able to leave and get some sleep. But like I said, the ultimate goal wasn't just to create a game. It was to explore identity. After they created their games, they had one week to fine-tune it. The completed works were then uploaded to the ADL's website, along with a few other teams across the country who were doing the exact same thing over that weekend. There will be a sort of judging that happens, and a handful will be featured at the ADL's conference the following May. The first year they did this, a team from Austin, Texas won with an anti-bullying game.
6: I was in my bed last night brainstorming ideas for the game I was working on um, because I just kept thinking about it and trying to improve on it. Um, But I think most of the other venues and the people who are doing it online probably got no sleep last night. And typically game jams are, you know, 48 hours straight of just constantly working on it so that you can come up with a product at the end.
0: This is Sonia Wolfram. She's with another gaming group, Seattle Serious and Social Impact Games and she was another participant last fall. She produced a board game.
6: Um, so the original idea came from uh, um, an article I read that mentioned uh, something called symbolic annihilation. Like, what happens if the media coverage doesn't include you? What what's what does that mechanic look like, and how does that make you feel? Um, so the game that I came up with is essentially you have three different um you have three different cultures each of them is a color red blue and yellow and um the goal is is a it's it's a cooperative game that forces you to think about society as a whole, and you want to assimilate and help each other out, and sort of bleed into the cultures and you know the cuisine, the habitat, and um, if you guys get into a detriment, then it's really really hard to recover. So um, I'm still kind of balancing it out, but it's really interesting some of the conversations that have come up from that.
0: Sonia's tabletop game was one of three that were produced that weekend. The other two were video games. Daniel, one of the composers, explained the game that
5: he worked on. The name of our game is temporarily Doors. Well, you are a cube and you're a certain color, and there are other cubes around, and they're different colors, and they have different letters assigned to them, at least letters for now. Um, And there are also different doors that you can go through that are also different colors and have different objects assigned to them. The idea is that you have to get a certain number of um, objects and be a certain color to go through these doors. And it's kind of more open-worldly, like you can uh, decide to go through one door or the other. But if you go through one door, you can't go through the other door. And so I think the idea that we're trying to present for identity is not really a right or wrong, it's just when you surround yourself with people and you interact with different people, you rub off on each other. And so they become a certain, uh, the blend of your color and their color, and that you become more like each other. And life has different paths with different doors, and the things that you collect along the way, the people that you bump into and meet up with, they affect which doors you can go through. And you can go through a different door, you just have to take a different route and it will take you longer to go through that door. So that's just the idea of the the game. And this is
0: Reagan and Bry again, explaining their video game, which was titled Action, Danger, Legend. Sounds pretty epic, and they borrowed the initials from ADL to come up with it.
4: We've been trying to uh, create a game that basically can create a sense of empathy in the player, of frustration for not being able to self-express in the way that they want.
2: You know how like when, when you create a character for an RPG, like you have all your stats and you try and make it how you want it to be? Um, our game is takes you to that character screen but there's a narrator that wants you to be a certain way.
4: We've been trying to create obstacles and uh, limit what the gamer can actually do with trying to generate a character that they've been led to believe is leading to a really really, really spectacular journey. And the roadblock here is just this character creation screen that they just cannot get past.
2: We have this huge prologue that's like lavish and it's about the adventure you're going to have. And all it really is, is you trying to fight the narrator to make your own character. And then it ends.
0: (laughs) Over this weekend, and over the week making edits and updates, eight locations across the United States produced 25 games. The top performing games will be showcased in May. And no matter what the premise is
5: or their plot, all of these games fight hate. I think all of us want, generally, the world to be a better place. And however we uh, think that should be achieved, I feel like the ADL has brought us together because of their mission and something that we can get behind. It started off as a Jewish organization to um, fight anti-Semitism, and it has since then expanded to um, just fighting hate in general, broadly, and it's something I can get behind. And I think a lot of people in there can get behind too.
0: A special thank you to everyone at the ADL and to everybody at Seattle Indies. Frankly, anybody who was involved in that weekend game jam who took the time to talk with me. It was a pleasure being a fly on the wall and super fun to see how those games come together. Also, a special thank you to Kevin McLeod, whose music was used in that feature and to the Hoot Hoots, a Seattle band who has provided us our theme song. If you like Northwest Nerd, we ask that you just do us a solid. Like us, follow us on social media, tell your friends about us. I think there's a Patreon account out there that helps keep the hosting fees down. And we will have an episode coming up for you later this week. So until then, this is Dyer Oxley with Northwest Nerd.